Hey, my sweet sister, do you feel like you're too busy to pray? Do you struggle to find time to pray or feel like your prayer life is suffering because you don't even really have a minute to yourself? We're going to chat today about how to keep up with prayer in the busyness of life, in the busyness of motherhood, in the stress, the chaos of trying to manage daily life, whether it's as a working mom or as a military mom, as a busy Christian woman who is pouring herself out for everything that you do. If you struggle to find time for prayer or maybe forget to pray because you're so busy or if you feel a little bit disconnected from God in the just kind of the day-to-day life, you're not alone. And I know definitely this was the case for me as I was going through college, as I was in the early kind of stages of my motherhood, I wanted to have a deep relationship with God. And I was I was really trying, I was working on it, but I constantly felt like I was failing. And I also felt like Oftentimes it was hard to hear God's voice clearly just amidst all the noise and all the busyness. So maybe you're in that boat too of struggling to find the time. Maybe with all the directions you're pulled in, you're just managing the chaos, but prayer and your faith life ends up falling to the wayside. Or maybe you're having trouble sticking to your routine of prayer each morning. Maybe you want to be more intentional with prayer time. You'd love to carve out that space, maybe to read your Bible, do a devotional or a journal, but the peace and quiet time feels impossible to find. (laughs) Moms of Littles, I know you you feel me. And that time for prayer feels like a luxury that you can't afford with all those things that you have to keep up with and all the people who need you constantly, right? Maybe you want to offer the Lord what you can in this season, even if it looks different because of the demands of motherhood and life. But maybe sometimes prayer starts to feel like just another task on your to-do list that you feel guilty if you don't get to, right? Maybe you don't want your faith to feel so compartmentalized. You want it to be more than just Sunday church time or your weekly Bible study. Maybe you want to lead your family by example and what it looks like to place Christ at the center of your life and all that you do. You want to figure out ways to integrate it more into your daily life. Maybe you do have a pretty good routine, but you know you could be more on fire for the Lord. You want to just lean on Jesus more in your life. Maybe you're feeling a little bit alone or even stifled in your faith in the environments that you're in, or you're afraid of being judged for your beliefs and values. You're longing for a community of others to relate to. Maybe you're navigating certain decisions and you're discerning, you know, really big questions, but you're having a hard time figuring out where God is leading you and you feel a little bit lost. I see you, friend, and I have been in every single one of those places. So I'm right here with you. And I think in today's world, we are often over busy, we're overwhelmed, we're overworked, we're overbooked, (laughs) and it can be really challenging to find time for God in a lot of ways. But prayer is so essential to living out our faith in daily life. And so today I'm here to give you some encouragement, some very practical tips to make this a lot simpler for you, to help you experience a much deeper and more fruitful and joyful relationship with God in everyday life. We're going to help you open up more time for prayer, even if you struggle to find the time given everything that's on your plate. And I'm going to help you not be so hard on yourself or beat yourself up so much for falling short when you do struggle with this and how to receive more of the grace and mercy that God wants to give you if maybe your faith isn't quite where you want it to be. We're going to go through seven tips today. So come as you are today and let yourself just be encouraged, be strengthened, and let this help you to deepen your relationship with God and live out your faith in motherhood and daily life. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time, your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood in uniform? 
With so many expectations to perform in your job, stay physically fit, and such little support. Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability, and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path, and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So the reason I felt compelled to talk about this today is because as I was kind of discerning, okay, what does God want me to focus on in the podcast for this week? I felt like there were so many confirmations that this was the topic. And in one of the Facebook groups I'm a part of, one of the moms you know, came up on the net and was like, hey, I need some help. I'm struggling finding time for prayer. How do you guys do this as busy moms? What does your prayer life look like? How do you keep up with prayer as a busy mom? And so she said, you know, my day is so fast paced. I can hardly catch my breath most days. So fast paced at work. And then again, I'm home. She's like, I used to wake up early for prayer, but I'm so tired after staying up so late, catching up on housework, prepping dinner for the next night or prepping lunches. I try to pray throughout the day, but my focus isn't quite there in the same way. If I wait till night to pray, I'm so tired I'm falling asleep. So how do you keep up with prayer as a busy mom? So if you feel that too, and I I know exactly how you feel. If you feel like your prayer life is suffering because you don't even have a moment to yourself, I see you. If you feel like you're not getting much out of prayer, if you feel like it's just become another thing to keep up with, I get it. If you feel like you're beating yourself up too, wishing you could give more and feeling like you're failing in it, struggling to keep up with your routine or feeling guilty for it, I hear you. And for a while as I entered motherhood and I was trying to kind of manage, okay, active duty army life, dual military life, being stationed apart, just drowning in motherhood in the beginning, running a million miles an hour, so burnt out from work, feeling like I was also failing in the home, the little time I had to even breathe, I was just trying to survive but I really felt like I was failing in living out my faith. I was failing in my prayer life too. I wanted to get closer to God, but I didn't quite know where to start and how to do that and how to do it as a busy mom. Like most importantly at the time, that was the biggest struggle. I had all these ideas that it had to look a certain way. It had to look perfect. I imagined it was like, you know, I'd have a hot cup of tea, a candle, quiet time, like this prayer journal, comfy chair, or like a beautiful place to sit outside. Like that's what I imagined for prayer time because that's what it used to be before I had my baby. I also imagined it, okay, being perfectly focused at church, getting the most out of every single church service. And now it's like with babies, mass feels like a marathon. It feels like you ran a marathon trying to wrangle your kids and just survive, get through it in one piece, right? It's a victory if your kids aren't throwing huge fits (laughs) during church, right? But rarely do we have that chance to truly listen, to focus, to take it all in, to participate maybe in the way that we want to. And so Yes, it can be frustrating. I I see you. It can be frustrating to feel like you can never get a moment of peace and quiet to yourself. 
And so if you're in a season like that too, let's talk about it. Like how do we then approach our prayer life when that's our reality, right? So I think the first step is kind of a radical acceptance of the season that we're in. And so maybe it is early motherhood. Maybe it's early postpartum where now you're managing a new baby. Maybe it's early postpartum and you've got other kids too that you're also balancing, taking care of, right? So maybe prayer doesn't look the way that you might want it to. Or maybe you don't have as much time as you would like to. So if any of that resonates with you, my very first tip is to, number one, reframe what prayer means and what it looks like. I think the first step is the awareness. What are all of those shoulds that you're carrying around in your mind and comparing yourself in your prayer life to? What do you feel like prayer should look like? What would be good enough for you in your mind? So much of the perfectionism, the high achiever parts of me make me feel like, okay, if I'm not doing it a certain way, if I'm not doing it quote-unquote right, then it's almost not worth doing it at all. Like if I can't do it perfectly, it's not worth doing it at all. If I try to sit down at home while the kids are around or it's the inner constant interruptions, it's like, you know, I'll take a moment to read the Bible and I'll get through like two lines and then somebody needs me or I'm breaking up sibling fights, I'm dealing with tantrums. It can be frustrating. And so whatever it is that you're holding in your mind that it should look like, can we just let go of that for a few minutes? And let God meet us in the mess, in the messiness, the chaos, the (laughs) challenges, the running around, the serving our families. Can we let him meet us there and show us that it doesn't quite have to look like we might imagine it has to look, right? Those things are beautiful. And if we can carve out space and time for that, amazing. But it might not be something that we get very often. And I think accepting that is important. And so now, how... God might be inviting us into other forms of prayer, right? If we can't sit down with our Bible and our journal and that cup of coffee or tea and that beautiful candle, right? If we don't have all the quiet time in the world, what can prayer look like? So I think the first thing is offering up our suffering in our days. What is going on for us emotionally, mentally that we're struggling with? What are the stressors in our life? What are the things we're having a really hard time with? What are the things we're getting frustrated with? What are our hopes and dreams and worries and cares and concerns and the things that you know, give us anxiety, right? Like, What are all of those things? Can we invite God into them in the moment? And then also maybe towards the end of the day as we're reflecting on our day or when we have a couple moments of transition or you know, you're sitting down eating your lunch at work, whatever has been stressful for you that morning, can you surrender it to God? Like inviting him in in that way to everything that we're walking through can be a beautiful form of prayer. So whatever battles you're fighting, wherever your heart is heavy, let God love you right there. Know that he is with you and your pain doesn't go unnoticed. Nor do those deep desires that you have, all of your beautiful dreams, your hopes. He sees you. He sees every part of you. He loves you so much. And there is always hope and healing in any of those places that we feel broken. Any of those places that we feel completely inadequate, that we feel like we're failing, that we are really struggling with, where there's loss, right? There's always restoration ahead. And so our daily life, those struggles, they can all become a conversation and, you know, offer up that desire to be with the Lord by just letting him in. And even if our prayer, any prayer time we do set aside, let's just say is interrupted, remember that it is still beautiful and it's a beautiful offering we're giving to the Lord and he loves 
that he appreciates it so much, even if it doesn't feel fully satisfying, right? Or feel like enough. So if you find yourself, like I have many times, and I constantly have to recognize this day in, day out, if you're holding yourself to this standard of perfection or looking for those ideal times and conditions and waiting for those times to happen or those conditions to all be perfect that never really come, what does that lead to? It leads to us not really doing it at all sometimes. It leads to us getting frustrated and of also this compartmentalization of faith in our life because we're waiting for those times to be with God, but it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to wait. What's holding you back in this moment from letting God in, right? I hope he's speaking to you through this. He wants to speak to you through other people. He wants to speak to you through every little thing that happens in your life. And if we give it to him, then he can really work through it in powerful ways, even the really hard things in our life. As with any healthy habit, right, that fills us spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, something is always better than nothing. So even if it's two minutes and that's all we've got, even if it's five minutes, it's 10 minutes, whatever it is, that is beautiful. So maybe it's praying based on what we're doing. Maybe it's, you know, while we're folding our kids' clothes, praying for them. When we're washing our dishes, thanking God for providing our meal for our family. I think we sometimes get a sense of, too, we have to pray certain prayers. I see this a lot with fellow Catholics. We have this idea of we have to pray certain prayers, and if we're not doing those particular prayers, we're not doing it right or we're not doing it enough. But remember, Jesus just wants your heart, first and foremost. In talking with him, whether it's scripted or certain known prayers or whether it's just the prayer of your heart, the longings and the cries of your heart, it just brings him so much great joy. Prayer is just raising our mind and heart to God. It can happen anytime, anywhere, right? And there are many forms of prayer. All of them are good. Each of us are going to be drawn to certain types based on our own personalities, our spiritual temperaments, like all of these things. But it's about the personal relationship with Jesus. We can make every single moment holy by just offering it to God. Everything we could do can be a sacrifice for him if we allow it to be. So don't discount the beauty of doing all those things that you are doing for him. Offering all the diaper changes that you're doing, offering the night wake-ups that are really, really hard, all the nursing that you're doing, every bit of work that you're doing, all the ways that you're caring for your family and your home. Offer it up to the Lord as a form of prayer, as a sacrifice. The way you serve your family, the way you clean your home, the way you make meals for your family, the way that you lead and make a difference in your work, the wit- your witness of your faith in work, they can all be an offering to him. So Jesus just wants to be with you. Invite him into the busyness of your life. He just wants to be included in your day. Okay, so that is my very first thing. Let yourself redefine what prayer means and looks like. Expand your concept of what prayer can be. Let it be everything that you do as an offering. Okay, number two is to give the first fruits in the morning to God. Really make a routine of resting in him and letting him fill you first before anything else. Because the reality is we are pulled in so many directions, right? But go to him first. First thing upon waking up, dedicate prayer time as one of the very first things that you do. And it will really center you for the day. Let it shape how you enter your day and where your mind and heart goes. Because what we consume really, really greatly impacts the rest of our day. And so most of us, right, we have this tendency and habit of turning to our phones, to social media first, check our emails, check our texts, see what we need to catch up on, scroll on social media, right? Instead of doing that, can we give that time to God? Can we read his word? Turn to him in prayer and ask him how he wants to speak to us. 
So start small, really simple, and know that that habit will build momentum. So once you start, even just with one simple prayer of an offering to God first thing in the morning, offering your day to him, that can be a beautiful thing. And you can build on that habit. Even just sitting and reading one verse in scripture and sitting with that for a minute or two. I dedicate about the first 15 to 20 minutes first thing in the morning for prayer time. What this looks like for me is often reading the Bible, then reflecting on it as I'm getting ready for the day or listening to the daily gospel on the Hallow app, which is really awesome. So we can prioritize the Lord. We get to make time for what's most important in our lives. And what we are spending our time on is the greatest indicator of whether our priorities are off or they need to be reordered. It's kind of harsh sometimes, and it's, it may be hard to look at every once in a while, but we got to be honest with ourselves about it, right? The way we are spending our time, the way that we feel like we have to spend our time, all the directions we feel pulled in, that is an indicator of where there might maybe even be idols in our lives, right? And so we have to make sure it is properly ordered. So it's really about making up your mind, putting God first. So why not maybe wake up a few minutes earlier each day or maybe set aside a few minutes as you're getting ready for the day to listen to the Bible on audio or maybe it's as simple as reading scripture and reflecting on it as you're getting ready or maybe it is just writing a daily offering prayer and reading that every single morning when you wake up i've done all of these things and it has been something that's just really helped me grown into this habit over time and i know there's so many temptations to do everything else first to jump straight into our to-do list jump straight into getting ready for the day and jump straight into you know checking up all, all the things we feel like we may have missed out on and, and try to follow up on and all that but the reality is we got to turn to God first. We got to let him fill us because then that will shape every single thing that we do. He will help shape our priorities for the rest of the day. So if we're not grounded in him, we're going to be off. We're going to go off track and we will get very distracted and tempted much more by all the things of the world. Instead of the things that truly matter, we will lose sight of what matters most. The other thing that's important to realize when it comes to kind of giving our first fruits in the morning to God and prioritizing spending that time with him in prayer, even if it's a really simple couple minute routine, is that sometimes we're going to feel like we're going through the motions. And I just want to normalize that. That is okay. We have to just keep persisting and keep knowing that God is giving us the grace. And it's more than just a feeling. Our faith is more than just a feeling. We want to have, yes, we want to have that beautiful relationship with God where we feel filled by him. But at the same time, we have to know that we're not always going to feel like that. We're going to go through cycles in our prayer life of consolation and desolation. Sometimes we're going to feel like we're in a desert, but we still know that God is faithful and we can rest in the truth of his word and the truth of who he is and the reality and the truth that he is good no matter what. Right? And sometimes it's going to be based on our circumstances and how hard life is. And sometimes it's going to be based on just, we feel like we're in a funk and all of that is totally normal. But keep coming to him. Keep running to the Father and know that no matter how we feel about him, it doesn't change who he is. No matter how much difficulty we're facing in our lives, it doesn't change the fact that he is with us. So keep persisting. Keep prioritizing him. Okay, with this, my third tip for you is when you find yourself telling yourself you are too busy to pray. When you're like, I don't have time for prayer. When you feel like 
your time could be better spent catching up on your to-do list or jumping into your work or getting whatever done you need to get done around the house. I want you to remember that it is the time with God that fuels everything else that we do. And I'm reminding myself this just as much as I'm telling you. We cannot do what God is asking us to do without his grace. I am the vine, you are the branches, right? We have to remain in him so that we can bear fruit because otherwise we are going to toil and work so hard, but it's all going to be for nothing. We have to think of our time with God as this sort of fueling station, right? We got to have this full tank if we're going to confront all the different stressors of our lives. We are all so busy. We're all so overwhelmed, overbooked, overextended, overworked, right? Nothing is inherently wrong with a busy schedule as long as we don't become so busy that we cannot pray. If we are too busy to pray, there is something off. And I have to check myself on this all the time. And I know you will too. This is a continual journey. If you are too busy to pray, you are too busy, period. (laughs) You're sacrificing the most important things. Everything flows from keeping God first. So without that rightly ordered heart, we cannot have a rightly ordered schedule. We cannot have rightly ordered priorities. So we have to give God time and let him in. I, I literally sometimes will ask myself if I'm feeling this in the moment or I'm starting to, to kind of hear that lie creeping up in my mind as a thought of, I don't have time to go to church on this extra evening. I don't have time to spend more time in prayer, even though I know I need it. In those moments when I tell myself, I don't have time for God, I literally have to be like, Megan, what are you doing? If you don't have time for God, then what are you even doing with your time? What are you even doing with your life, right? So I can see through that lie now and I can catch myself in that lie and know that that is a lie from the enemy. He's planting that seed because he knows that he doesn't want any of the fruit that comes from our time with God. He knows it's going to bear fruit. He wants to pull us away from a relationship with God. He wants to create division in that relationship, create more and more distance from us and God. And what better way than to keep us way too busy to spend any time with the Lord, to try to convince us by our busyness that we don't have time for God. It is a very sly tactic, and I do not want you to fall for it, my friend. So I just want you to see it for what it is and to be able to be very discerning about your busyness and how you might need to let God in a little bit more so that he can guide the way that you're spending your time. And the other thing here too that I think is really important, I will share a personal story from this past week is that time with the Lord is never wasted. And when God is asking you to give him more time, I think there's an important level of trust and obedience that has to come. When we really already feel like we don't have enough time for everything that needs to get done, giving God more time may feel really risky. So it is an act of faith and it's an act of sacrifice in many ways. But God wants to bless that. And so this past Friday, It was ahead of a long weekend with my family. My boys are visiting. Um, My extended family was visiting. I knew it was going to be a super full social weekend. And you know, like time with the extended family is very busy. And sometimes it can be a little bit draining, right? And so just knowing that I was going into that after a long week of work, I wanted to make sure that I spent some time with the Lord. And so about two weeks ago, I saw on the schedule for our church that they were going to have a time for adoration 
and a time for mass and then a dinner after and i was like oh beautiful that will be a really wonderful thing that i know i'm gonna need and i want to prioritize that so i put it in my schedule two weeks ahead then of course you know the week rolls around you get into the busyness of the work week and you start to feel you know drained after all of it and then i started to realize what was happening in my mind was i was looking ahead and i almost was trying to talk myself out of it right i was i was almost trying to convince myself i did not have time for for that i didn't have time for god i did not have time and energy left and i knew that that was the enemy trying to keep me away from god and so i stayed true to my commitment and i went and i had a beautiful beautiful time where god just truly gave me every single thing that i needed no time with him is wasted he knows exactly what we need and it's not he's not trying to take anything from us he's trying to fill us and sometimes we block ourselves from being able to receive everything that he wants to give us because we feel like we're too busy and so where might you be running towards more busyness and actually running away from the gifts that god wants to give you and the peace that he wants to give you and how he wants to fill you in all the ways that you feel depleted all the ways that you feel drained all those ways that you feel inadequate or you feel confused or you feel stuck or you feel discouraged he wants to lift you up and he wants to strengthen you but you have to let him in and you have to be willing to give him even the little bit of time that you have and know that he is just going to multiply it he's going to bless it in so many big ways what ends up happening and i i know this from myself and i know this from all the women that i coach when we don't feel like we have time to pray when we don't feel like we have time to give to god what ends up happening is we don't even realize it but we're trying to do so much on our own we're trying to do everything from our own strength in our own way in our own will with our own plans in our own timing but we don't allow god to help us we don't allow other people to help us god wants to help us carry our cross Yes, he's given you a cross to carry and he's asked you to carry it faithfully. And that means that there's going to be sacrifice, right? When we're living our life for him, there's going to be sacrifice, but it also can be a joyful sacrifice. And he wants to be with us in it. He wants to give us the grace for it. He wants to help us carry our cross. So we don't have to do it all on our own. So my lesson there, if you feel like you don't have enough time, if you feel like you're too busy, Give him more of it. Trust him with it and he will bless you. He will make all of your efforts fall together so much better. He will make everything easier, everything flow more. Very powerfully, he will make a way when you're willing to give more to him. His hand will be on it all. We are an image of Christ for the people around us, right? For our family, in our marriage, in our work, if we're not rooted in him, if we are not filled with the life that Jesus wants to give us, we cannot bring life to those around us like he calls us to. We will have no life left to give. So go to him. Give him the little bit of time that you have. And when you feel like you don't have anything to give him, give him a little bit more and see how he blesses it, how he multiplies the time that you have. Okay, number four is invite him in when you're on the go and lean on tools to help you with this. So maybe it's podcast, Bible under your podcast is a beautiful one. Praise and worship music. Maybe it's listening to that while you're driving. 
or listening to scripture while you're driving, while you're showering, while you're getting ready, while you're packing your bags, while you're eating your lunch, exercising, cooking, like anything that you're doing, right? Chores around the house. Music for me is a beautiful form of praise and worship. And I really just let lyrics wash over me. And I have this playlist that I've built on Spotify that I love. So do that for yourself. Connect, let God connect deeply with you. And he truly speaks so many words of life, like directly into my heart through music often. And sometimes it can help to have a simple pocket prayer book that you can flip open during the day when you've got 30 seconds, right? To read a quick prayer. You can set a reminder on your phone for certain times of the day to say a quick prayer or just to turn your heart back to God and remember to let him into everything that you're doing. It only takes a couple minutes sometimes, but it can give such a peace, right? Maybe it's prayer cards. Maybe it's religious art or scripture verses visible or other reminders of your faith wherever you go. Maybe it's in your home. Maybe it's in your work area. Maybe it's in your car, right? Cues to remind you to ground yourself in the Lord. Maybe it's trying a prayer that you say while you're breathing. Like you take a deep breath and you have almost like a single line prayer as you inhale and exhale. It could be a... Jesus, I trust in you. Like something that simple, right? Little prayers throughout the day. A simple thank you. A simple guide me when when you wake up, right? Something as you walk out the door, just praying for God to bless that, to protect you, to equip you with the grace to do whatever he's calling you to do. Or Jesus, I surrender. Come Holy Spirit. Like when you're really struggling because your baby doesn't want to go down to bed and they're just crying and crying and crying and nothing you can, you have tried to do is helping. They're just inconsolable. Just let God into that moment. Ask him to help you. Number five, prayers before bed. This can be personal. It can be as a family. It can be with your spouse. Just personal reflection and kind of examination of the day, reflecting on what you're grateful for, what God has done throughout the day, how he's provided for you so faithfully. And then also that opportunity to repent, right? To ask for his mercy because his mercy is always new every single morning. Pray for his provision, for his, for strength in whatever you're facing the next day, whatever you're worried about, surrender it to God. Let him hold that for you so you don't have to hold it anymore on your own. Number six is really reflecting on how can I live out my faith in daily life? How can I stay aligned with his will? And I want to point you to episode 73, where I give you a three-step framework to stay aligned with God's will in your calling for your family and your work, because this is so important. And just the basics of it is we have to do what God is calling us to do in order to be aligned with his will, right? Number one, we want to do it in the way that he's calling us to do it. It's because we can do exactly what he's asking us to do in terms of the actions, but we can do it in a way that doesn't honor him, right? And then number three, why we're doing it also matters. So I feel like being aligned with God's will is about those three things. It's are we doing what God is asking of us in the way that he is calling us to do it? One of the easy ways to tell, are we feeling resentful about maybe serving our family or about motherhood or about the sacrifices that are entailed in our vocation maybe? Are we feeling resentful about that? Not to shame that, but just to get curious about it and see, okay, where might I need to let God in more here? Where does he want to redeem this? Where does he want to bring me more joy in the serving, in the sacrifice, in living out my calling, right? In carrying the cross. 
And then the third one, why am I doing it? Why am I, why am I, you know, dedicated to making an impact at work? Is it for my glory or is it for God's glory? Right? That could be a simple question we ask ourselves, but why we do it matters. Everything we do should be because we love the Lord and we want to do it to honor him. We want to do it to bring him glory. So go listen to episode 73 if you haven't already. We really talk about living out our faith in daily life as a working mom or in the military and when it's really hard. And then number seven is as a family, praying as a family, leading your family in faith. Embrace this fully. The most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your own home. And I have to remind myself often because we often forget this because our world tells us like our job is most important. These titles that we hold, right? The roles that we play, those are all most important. And motherhood is secondary to all of that. No, it's not, right? So embrace that fully. The work that you do in the walls of your home may feel invisible sometimes, but God sees every single bit of it and he wants to bless it and it will be fruitful even if you don't yet see the fruit of it, right? Because motherhood often feels thankless, but it is good, good, holy work that you are doing in raising your babies and loving them and taking care of them. Every single dirty diaper that you change, right? Every single crumb that you pick up off the floor, every single bath that you give, right? Every single little thing. So offer all that up to the Lord. Episode 52 is 10 simple ways to raise your little ones in faith as a working mom. So if you want some ideas about how to pour into your kids, how to help them to know and love Jesus, even when you're super busy, I got you. Go listen to episode 52. All right. So I pray that those seven tips really helped you today. And I just want to finally, you know, as we finish up here, encourage you, let Jesus into every single part of your day, into every single thing that you do, because your life itself can be a prayer. Prayer doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to look one certain way. There are many beautiful ways to pray, but it's really about turning our hearts and fixing our gaze on Christ. That's what the Lord has just taught me time and time again and teaches me continually every single day through motherhood. And I try and I fail and I get back up again and it's sanctifying, right? It makes us better every single day. And I try to grow in this every single day, but how beautiful of a relationship with him it can be when we let him into all of it rather than compartmentalizing our life or feeling like we can only be with him in prayer if all conditions are perfect and we have all the time in the world, right? Our faith should be integrated in every single part of our life. It should be what grounds us and every single thing that we do. So let him in to all of it, the messy moments, the hard, the exhausting, and the beautiful. He wants to meet you right there, right where you are at. He is knocking on your heart, and all you gotta do is open the door and let him in, all right? Love you, praying for you, and I look forward to connecting again soon.